Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. So now as we head towards the end of January, I wanted to talk about raising the bar. And you might be thinking, listen, (laughs) this month is 90 years long and we definitely all feel it, particularly when we have five week uh, months. But I think it's important to keep that momentum. And whilst you may be getting inundated with all this sort of rhetoric and ads on how to sort of create a new year, a new you, I think it's important to for us to take stock. And one of the ways that you can raise the bar, and my first point is number one, recognize how far you've come. Now, I am not a big fan of looking back. I think that it can sometimes give you this rose-tinted glasses impression of your life, that things were either much better or much worse than they were. And it doesn't necessarily preclude you to analyzing it. And so we generally tend to look back from a more emotive point of view. We don't tend to look back from um, an objective position where we can learn what we have sort of implemented so far, if anything. So I think it's important to look back for the sole purpose of asking yourself, how far have I come? What have I learned? What are the things that I do now or don't do now that I did or didn't do then? Basically, it's a way of you building an inventory for yourself. So just as if you were in a corporate job, you know, you're performance essentially is being tracked now obviously that's different because there's outputs there's shareholders and people to keep happy and things like that or funders if you work in the public sector to sort of adhere to what they want but the reality is that your performance as as an analogy will be tracked so we generally are mindful of what we've achieved in our professional lives but I think it's important to adapt some of the things that we can take from the workplace and ask yourself how far you've come and ask yourself if you are currently um, sort of moving towards that and acknowledge the good things acknowledge the things that are positive acknowledge the changes that you've made that have helped you move forward effectively and that have really propelled you to sort of dig deeper know yourself a little bit more engage with others more effectively and become the type of individual that you like so it's not really about other people liking you that's lovely it is necessary for our psychological well-being because we're made for connection but that really only comes when you start to like and respect yourself in a manner that is authentic and in a manner that sort of is moving you towards the life that you want to create so this is not sort of a one size fits all, but it's also something that everybody to some degree um, experiences. Obviously, a lot of life experiences impact how we view sort of our progress, how we view and deal with situations. But I really wanted to touch on this because it's so important to take stock and, and be your own champion, be your own cheerleader, be the person who is first of all acknowledging that. Because let me tell you, in this world that we live in, it is not one that is in abundance with positivity or in abundance with sort of seeing others grow and rise and just be their best. So you can take it from the micro sort of situations and 
up to sort of the macro messaging you know that we're getting to sort of everything is so hard there's cost of living there's all of these things and that's not to sort of put that down and that's certainly not to um minimize the issues and the difficulties and the hardships the very very real hardships that people are facing but I think it's important to stay positive about yourself because first of all it's nobody else's job to as I've said in previous podcasts but also when you stay positive about yourself and your life and your demeanor it's important to understand how much of an impact that that has on how you're received in situations and how that sort of impacts um, how others engage with you. So I'll use an example. Um, I was out a couple of weeks ago and I wanted to sort of, I was running some errands. And I have to say that I was mindful, not practicing mindfulness basically. So I was putting into practice what I tell you guys, which is just to be really present and be intentional about everything. So yes, even if you're running errands, be intentional about how you show up. First of all, because you have no idea what kind of mood other people are in. And you also don't want that to affect your mood. So you decide, regardless of what I meet, whether it's positive or negative, I'm going to hold my frame. I'm going to hold my sense of self and I'm going to be purposeful about what I want to get done. Um, And I'm not going to be thrown off by you know, anything that may happen unexpectedly, I'm just going to know that I have the ability to adapt, to handle it well, and to also maintain a sense of peace and a sense of focus in that. So back to my story, running errands. And I just realized now looking back that more people were willing, I mean, I got free stuff, like tangible things that I don't really think is the norm to be given out. And people were just more readily wanting to help me, not necessarily because I was looking for it, but I think it's also how you carry yourself and how you just decide internally, please don't go around telling everybody I deserve the best because that's really not going to gain you any favours. So there is a, a sense of common sense. And as I always say, it's actually not about others knowing what's going on internally. It's about you seeking your own approval and seeking your own homeostasis. So I was just sort of taking a note of the things that were happening throughout the day. And I thought, what a, what a lovely way to live. Not just because it feels good, but because it's how you approach things it's how you decide to be and I didn't have to turn into some cold callous haughty nose up in the air individual that's actually not a sign of confidence you know uh, anybody who people I always say people will bring others down it's just insecurity jealousy all that kind of stuff and so I was looking back and I was thinking if I wasn't mindful I wouldn't have noticed the progress that I myself had made to just enjoy the fact that I love engaging with people, to not as a woman shrink that or become hardened or decide that I'm not going to be as warm or friendly simply because X, Y, and Z could happen. No, the opposite could happen, which is what did, i.e. positive things happened 
Um, that's not to say that I wasn't aware of my surroundings, of etc, etc, all the things that we are told to be aware of. But generally, I believe that if you go out using your common sense, but also expecting the best, then that's going to help you. And so that's a very long-winded way of saying that I'm practicing this, looking back and evaluating and taking inventory of the things that are going well and the things that do where I've made progress or where it could be for you for example people make comments and before you would have been you know bothered by it but now you have learned mental hygiene psychological hygiene which is to understand that that belongs in the garbage bin somebody brings you rubbish or nonsense it belongs in the garbage bin mentally so this is you could this could be an area of your life where you are learning that emotional agility and that ability to just not personalize anything because as I always say 99% of the time it's not personal it's just a projection and so I think it's important to as I said take stock look back but if you need to write things down then certainly do because there's something there's some studies that prove that when you write things down in your own handwriting then it tends to stick to you and it tends to be something that you can be able to believe and you can also see it in black and white the things that you've been able to grow and overcome and all that good stuff so the first step to raising the bar is you know take inventory look back be your own champion be your own cheerleader do not wait for anybody else whether regardless of what era of of your life they're in to champion you because if you do then you leave yourself vulnerable to people thinking well I can withhold praise or withhold interaction even because that's just uh, unfortunately how um, some conduct themselves or I can manipulate through flattery through playing as it up as if I know less and, and, and being over effusive with my praise if you are somebody who praises yourself and if you are somebody who acknowledges your sort of wins in life to yourself and you maintain the habits and the practices and the behaviors that have helped you make that progress, then you will not be vulnerable to those kind of things. And when you see those kind of things, you won't even feel the need to respond to it because you understand the motive behind it. And then you understand that you are your best ally. That's right, you are your best ally. And people can smell when you are not on your own side. So raise the bar by looking back, being your own champion to see how far you've come. My second point in how to raise the bar is take small steps daily. Now you might be like, this is not revolutionary. Well, it is because we tend to overestimate um, what we can do in a week versus or years for example and underestimate what can be done in a month so we look at the bigger time frame we look at the big picture we think okay wow okay this this goal I have this thing I want to achieve or this person I want to be man it's going to take so long etc etc but the reality is that becoming that person is not just about embodying and thinking about how they would show up in the world but it's actually the habits and doing the small small things every day so I would ask you, how is your sleep hygiene? Uh, and I'm not talking about what you wear to bed or whether you shower. It's do you ensure that you get enough rest? Because your body needs that to regenerate 
to process what's happened in the day in terms of your brain, to refuel, to digest, to help you regulate your emotions. Yes, we all know when someone's not had enough sleep, we tend to think, oh, they're a bit cranky, etc., etc. So you, we all know <laughs> what the effects of a lack of sleep has. That's just one example. So do you, are you sleeping properly? Are you getting quality sleep, not just in terms of how long you sleep? Are you in environments, are you putting yourself in situations that, that help you to grow? So if you tell yourself, I'm going to be more disciplined in my diet, if you keep sort of hanging around with individuals who don't eat well, who go out binge drinking, um, again, that's not a judgment, that's a lifestyle choice. Again, not a judgment. But it's important to ask yourself, am I putting myself every weekend or every weekday in the position to win if I want to ensure that my health is my number one priority? So the answer to that would be no, if those are the habits that you're doing, because it's it's the little habits, it's the little things. What are you reading? What do you do first thing when you wake up? I am so guilty of looking at my phone because like many people, my alarm is on my phone. And I read something that Jay Shetty said the other day um, on one of his podcast episodes, or maybe it was a clip that he made, but it was about, you know, why would you want to wake up alarmed? You know, why would you want to wake up startled? So try to wake up more gently and ease yourself into the day. And when I tell you that sounded amazing, that sounded beautiful. And I just thought that is so true because I find that when I have a more intentional, more peaceful start to the day, my day, no matter what life throws at me, goes great in the sense that I am like, oh, that doesn't even matter, that doesn't deserve my attention, or oh wow, this is great, look what we've been able to achieve, I'm even more focused. So especially if you are aiming to wake up a little bit earlier, then make sure that you are surrounding yourself with individuals and putting yourself in environments that help you grow because you can't blame other people all the time. You are 100% responsible for the results that you get in your life not other people's behavior or you know what they may do but you are responsible for processing that dealing with that and taking the action that will help you because at the end of the day you answer to you you're the one who has to live with your consequences so don't underestimate what micro habits can do you know taking a walk after lunch being able to um keep in touch with family or loved ones that are important to you um removing toxic relationships from your life and toxic relationships we always think of extremes but i remember an episode where uh, on vanessa van edwards sort of channel where she was talking about it's not the relationships that are extreme i.e the people who love you and the people who very clearly show that they have disdain for you it's the people that you're not quite sure about and those are the ones i always say frenemies remove those from your life don't sit and waste mental energy because we only have so much energy in within one day so although I personally believe that we are limitless in what we can do and achieve there's only so much energy that you have in a day mentally and you want to spend it wisely so think of it as you only having a finite amount of mental cash what are you purchasing what are you using that daily to purchase what thoughts are you you know entertaining what sort of environments are you allowing yourself around so there's so many ways that you can look at that and yes it does require intentionality because your micro habits it doesn't mean that you have to do the 5am routine of somebody else 
pick a routine that works for you. If you're not one for going for a run as soon as you get out of bed, then pick something that helps you start maybe maybe you prefer a slower start. If you're not one for working out in the morning and you prefer working out in the evening or during the day, at lunch, whatever it may be, find a rhythm that works for you. But the key thing is consistency. It's not about even how far you do things. It's about consistency because before you know it, time will inevitably pass as we have seen now that we are in 2023. So why not make the best of that and say, I'm gonna do small things, small things daily that will help me. And then I'll build that up so it's a habit and then I can be consistent. So be unafraid of the stages that it takes to get to where you want to be because that's what we human beings need. Our minds need some time to get used to that, but the best way to reprogram it is literally just taking new action, new habits, and telling yourself, this will pay off because when you don't feel motivated to do something, your discipline will kick in because you focus on the small things. So if you're starting a business, you focus on saying, I may not love doing accounts, but it's important for me to be consistent and to know what my cash flow is, to understand exactly what my numbers are. And those small habits that you make, those small check-ins, even doing check-ins with yourself. How am I feeling today? What's happening today? How am I feeling about this week? What do I want to achieve next week? Little things like that that you can implement that may not seem overwhelming habits but can help you propel forward that's my second point on raising the bar don't underestimate micro habits make small changes daily because those small changes have compound interest they have huge impact you know who you engage with daily what you consume how often you move um what you choose to not do as well all of that will have a big impact on your life. So choose to be your own best friend. And my last point in raising the bar is make a decision to decide. This is not some esoteric philosophical idea. This is that you make decisions, not things that are based on your feelings, what other people think, uh, how they treat you, what you think you should want maybe a list that you've created for yourself that you don't even resonate with anymore so make a decision decide to be happy decide that you will have an impact decide that you are going to make the choices that best cater to your well-being decide that you are going to live a life that's not according to other people's script Decide because you have the power to do so. A lot of things in life that I found that hold people back is not the tangible circumstances that we often assume. It's not the circumstances that are focused on money or looks or social status uh, or what's in your bank account or who you're with or not those things you can change yes you can change that but what most people don't really realize is that we're kind of programmed to follow the instructions of others from a very young age to 
through the school and that structure. And I always say I'm a champion of education because I think it's important that everyone knows how to read, write and comprehend. So please do not mistake that for me sort of saying that education is not important. I think it's extremely important. I'm, I personally have benefited from that. But it's important to understand that the structures that we operate in are designed to sort of make you feel like you need to look outside of yourself and not think critically and evaluate and make choices that are best for yourself and your well-being. And so one of the great things that you can do is always tell yourself, I have a choice. I have a choice in every circumstance. I have a choice to be kind in this moment when somebody else is being cruel or presumptive. I have a choice to move forward instead of staying stuck because staying stuck may be comfortable playing the victim may be comfortable uh, but that is not beneficial I have a choice in terms of what I want my future to look like who I surround myself with what I read, what I don't read what I look at, what I don't look at I have a choice as to how I take care of myself in terms of my health and I always use that as an example just because it has the most obvious consequences, both good and bad. So if you do choose, you can tell when someone works out, you can tell when someone's healthy. Um, it's not just about their physique, it's about their demeanor and their countenance and how they hold themselves. But on the flip side, if you don't, you feel sluggish, you feel tired, you feel unmotivated. So it's not just a physical thing, it's not superficial about looks. So all of these are examples because you have a choice. You have a choice and you don't need to be driven by external circumstances and external factors because you can decide to rise above them. And I fully understand that in some situations that is much easier said than done. But like the analogy of those animals that are trained for circus sort of entertainment, you'll often see a big elephant being held back by a very, very, very loose sort of rope tied to a small peg in the ground. And you just think, if the elephant just lifted its foot, it could literally do anything it wants. This is a an animal that weighs tons and so it could definitely overpower anyone and everything in its way but it doesn't because it's been trained to think that that little sort of rope and the peg is much more powerful powerful than the animal itself and I'm sure you've seen videos of this but you don't want to find yourself using the analogy in the position of that elephant where you don't realize your own power and you end up giving your personal power away because you're not aware of just how powerful your ability to decide is. So I hope those tips helped you. Taking stock, taking inventory of the positive things that you've been able to achieve, whether it's in through the last year, the last month, 
the last couple of years, last couple of weeks. Be your own cheerleader. And along with the other points as well. To, you know, decide. Decide to be the person that you want to be. And take stock of what life is giving you. But also create compelling vision for your life and understand that it's possible even if circumstances may not look like that it is possible so I hope that encourages you as ever share with those in your world who want to learn sort of the more broader things such as I mentioned earlier small habits every day that can help you and encourage them to raise the bar It's always important to raise the bar. We raise the bar because we see other people doing it. There are people who are watching you in your life who you may not be aware of and who are inspired by it, who may never tell you. But it's important that you do that. You know, Roger Banner, I think it was his name, he ran the four-minute mile. And before that, people were thinking, it's absolutely impossible, completely impossible to run this four-minute mile. And then after him, hundreds and thousands of people have done it since. So sometimes, not just for you, you can be the catalyst for huge impact for others in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.